everyone. Today we'll be talking about the Titanic, the greatest ship of its time. To start us off, we have a special guest, a scientist who studies the Titanic story. Welcome, Dr. Topper. Hello, today I will be starting off this podcast with a little background about the Titanic. So, Dr. Topper, we have a few questions from the listeners. Do you mind if we ask them? No, not at all. This one is from Elijah. He is wondering how many people could fit on the Titanic. Well, Elijah, that is a good question. The ship could hold 3,547 people, but on its first trip, it only carried 2,223 people. 1,324 passengers and 908 of them were crew members. This great ship was listed to be unsinkable. Many wealthy people paid lots of money to ride on this glamorous ship. The ship was very elegant and had many upper-class joys. Well, that leads us to our next question from Lucas. Lucas was wondering what was on the Titanic. It had a swimming pool and also three elevators. First-class passengers got a beautiful dining room and many other luxuries. The second-class and third-class got to enjoy these, but not as often. The first-class passengers often strolled through the upper deck, but lower classes had less space to move around on deck. The third class also had much smaller rooms than the higher classes. So this was a very nice ship indeed. Thank you for visiting us today, Dr. Topper. It has been a pleasure. Next up, we'll be hearing just a little bit more about the wreck of the Titanic. Welcome back to Terrible Tragedies, where we will be taking a closer look at the wreck of the Titanic. During the Titanic's maiden voyage, the ship was ordered to move at full speed because the captain wanted to surprise New York by getting there early. As a result of this, the Titanic's voyage did not turn out as planned. On April 14th, the passengers were just finishing their dinner when a crew member spotted an iceberg not far away from the ship. The captain had gone to sleep, so an officer, Officer Murdoch, was put in charge. Officer Murdoch quickly sent an order to turn hard on the starboard. But the ship still steamed, steamed ahead toward the iceberg. Murdoch then shouted to stop the ship. Slowly, the Titanic backed away from the iceberg, but then a small portion of the iceberg collided with the Titanic's steel plates. The bottom of the ship was filled with water. It seemed that there was no hope the Titanic was going to sink. And not to make it any better, the captain then found out more bad news. The ship only had enough lifeboats for less than than half of the people. The ship's engineer also told the captain the Titanic would only stay afloat for another hour or two. The captain sent distress signals to other ships, but they were all too far away to help. The passengers would not help either. When they were told to get on the lifeboats, they wouldn't because they were too convinced that the ship would never sink. They tried to load women and children onto the lifeboats first, but many of them would not listen and the lifeboats were launched only partly full. But after a while, the lifeboats were gone and panic began to sweep through the ship. Some people would jump into the icy water with only light jackets or not many survived. By 2.20 a.m., the Titanic was gone. The boat had sunk first, first, the stern following a few minutes later. On April 14th, the Titanic sank. The 712 survivors were picked up an hour later by the SS Carpathia. The other hundreds of passengers had died in the water. Clinging to the ship, or did not ship, drugged the bottom with it. 1,500 people died that day with the Titanic. This day is still remembered by people throughout North America.
Welcome back to Terrible Tragedies, where we will be informing you about the discovery of the Titanic. And joining us today will be the submersible pilot, Dr. Whitfield. Welcome. Thank you for having me today. We were wondering if you could tell us more about the discovery of this huge ship, the Titanic. Yes, I would be glad to. Great. We'll be starting off with a few questions from the listeners. This one is from Emma. Emma is wondering who found the Titanic and how they found it. Well, over the decades, the Titanic rested alone in its deep, dark grave. It wasn't until 1985 when Robert Ballard and John Lewis Mitchell found it using remote-controlled cameras. The ship rested 12,400 feet below the surface. That must have been great to know the ship still existed. Yes, and then a few years later, Ballard decided to visit the Titanic again. But this time, he went along a submersible named Alvin. Alvin could carry three people. It had the spotlight and many windows to explore deep oceans. Ballard had prepared for over a year with his crew for this dive. When the hour finally arrived for them to dive, the crew climbed into a small cabin. Then the Alvin was lifted over the side of the ship. Three divers jumped into the water and made sure the submersible was okay to dive. We have one final question from Ben. He was wondering what happened when they got to the bottom of the ocean and if they faced any problems on the way. Well, this first dive was just to test to see if they could get to the Titanic safely. Diving into the deep ocean is dangerous. There is enough pressure to crush a man, and the water keeps getting colder as they go down. The crew actually had to put on more clothes as they went down. After 15 minutes of their dive, it was completely black. Alvin was directed to the area where the Titanic was first found, and Ballard turned on the powerful searchlights. They crawled along the floor of the ocean, hoping to see something. Still, they saw nothing. Sounds like it was a pretty smooth trip so far. It was, so far. Just as an alarm sounded, the battery was not working right. Bolas said that they would have to surface very soon. Suddenly, the floor began to look strange. They found one of the pieces of the Titanic. They must have been so excited. The first people to lay their eyes on the ship in 74 years. Since the battery alarm continued to sound, they descended to the surface. Ballard was disappointed, but he knew he would be able to be back the next day. The next day, Ballard and Hollis started down to the wreck again with their third crew member named Martin Bowen. This time, Alvin worked perfectly. They found the Titanic shortly after it was stuck deep into the mud with its anchor still in place. Everything on the ship was covered in rust. After two hours of being under the surface, the crew felt a thump. The sub shuddered and clanged a shower of rust, then covered over them. Then Ballard slowly backed up and the crew saw that they had hit a David, a curved pole used to lower the lifeboats. The crew tried to keep going, but Alvin would not dive straight. They would have to go back to the surface, but when Alvin tried to go up, it would not respond to the orders. The ship above them could not pick them up because of bad weather. Just then the barrel alarm sounded so they knew their dive was really over. Finally, the storm stopped enough for them to be picked up. The dive had been a great success. Thank you for sharing that information with us, Mr. Whitfield. Yes, I will see you later. After the wreck of the Titanic, ships were required to have enough lifeboats on board for all the passengers. They also have to have to had emergency exit drills so the passengers would know what to do in an emergency. Hey Jenna, guess what I found out the other day while reading this article? What? I found out that in 2020, anyone could visit the wreck of the Titanic. Wow, that would be an awesome experience. Well, let's ask our listeners, would you take a ride down to the Titanic? Thank you for joining us today on Terrible Tragedies. See you next time.